Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make empowering, soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. Thank you for joining us again, or if it is your first time, hello and welcome to Thank you for being here. Um, Today we decided we just wanted to chat about relationships after having babies. So the changes that can happen um, between you and your partner once there's a baby in the mix and the good and the bad and the the challenges and, you know, the highs and the lows. So... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, do you want to yeah. go first, Annabelle? Yes, I will. And I'll just start by saying that, um, yeah, obviously I'll be speaking a bit about Ross and my relationship and how things have, I don't know, like actually they are probably stronger than before and yeah. that can really be um, not not true for everyone so I just want to share some of the things that have helped us and definitely yeah how we've navigated that and I guess come out stronger um I think for starters things that really helped was when I was pregnant um Ross's sister and brother-in-law and things gave us some advice and gave him Mm -hmm. some advice about the things that would change and the things that he would need to support me with because it's so new to it's so new to both people right so you know we're navigating waters we have never navigated before and you really do just have to take them day by day and uh he was sort of told uh just to support me um help me be there for me especially in the very early days because it, it yeah it can be really tough and I think sort of setting that up for him so he sort of knew uh what what would help me you know when I was just sitting there offer to bring me a drink get me some food hang with me while he could as much as he could um settle the baby as much as he could uh, while he was at home because he was lucky enough to sort of be at home for about two weeks just 24 mm. 7 to be able to assist and it really made me feel less alone and yeah. in it which really really helped and You know, I think, yeah, setting Ross up with, I guess, the expectations of how it can be for a woman afterwards and how to help her. Because I guess in a a, a way it can be like, well, the man doesn't have a role, but that is so not true. You know, I probably did take over the main care of the baby. I mean, I was breastfeeding. I was doing all of that. But his role was so important in caring for me Mm. so that I could show up and be Mm -hmm. like, feel really good. So he totally looked after me while I looked after the baby and sort of jumped into that role. He wanted to be on, be as hands on as possible as well. So, you know, if Ollie was crying and I just fed him, he'd take him and, you know, really try and settle him and skin to skin and just, do what he could when he could as much as possible. So, you know, if the baby was crying, he would have just hand it back to me and, you know, for me to sort it out. Like he sort of figured out how to do that 
as well, which I think just made me feel like we were a team, like we were in it together. And I don't know. Yeah. Also gave me like a little bit of time to myself. That is so important for a woman as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they find their own way, don't they? Like yeah, they, they end do. up finding a way to settle the babies, the children in a different way often to mm-hmm. how we do it. Cause I think sometimes we can be like, Oh, when we're leaving them, like, Oh, just do this because this works. Mm-hmm. Just like, and we're trying to like give them all these little tips, but mm. more often than not, they just find their own way that works for the two of them because the re- their relationship with the child is different to our relationship with the child. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. Very true. I know. Totally. Sometimes if I wasn't settle him, Ross would say, Oh, I'll take him. And his way worked. Yeah. So his way worked with him and then he got him to sleep and I was like, great. You know, we tag team in the middle of the night. I was like, okay, cool. I've been trying for, you know, an hour <laughs> to get mm-hmm. him to sleep. I'm not. Can you please like tap in? It's your turn. And yeah, yeah just really happily did that. Uh, I think the man, yeah, just needs to know how crucial his role is and it's so important and it looks different, but it is equally as important to not only, I guess, bond with the baby, but, yeah, be a real team with your partner. I guess team's on the right. Yeah, it's a, I'm just going to roll with team. Sure, team. Yeah. Um, and so those things really helped us. Uh, and it wasn't always smooth sailing. Like, of course, your relationship does change and evolve after. And I think it was less about the baby coming and more about our communication and vulnerability with each other that really needed to mm-hmm. come to the forefront. So, you know, baby or no baby, we still, you know, might've had expectations or maybe old habits kind of came up, like maybe being a bit critical about the way it was doing it or me saying sort of things like, Oh no, we've got to get him to sleep now. So like, you've got to help. What are you doing? Sort of thing. And it was always sort of, I guess, outside expectations or expectations that we weren't clear um, with each other that we needed help with. And just being able to be really honest with each other. And we were like that before. So I think anything that you haven't probably worked on in your relationship, like we say, even with birth, even with everything, it's going to show up a lot more postpartum like a lot more once the baby arrives so really work on strengthening your communication with each other and being really open and vulnerable because it's so easy to snap but it's never about just the snapping like it's always deeper than that there's always other things to come up like oh you're being critical again or you're trying to control again and yeah that's true and I definitely had to (laughs) um own that and work through that and be like, yeah, you're right. Like you have your own way and they do. And it, I'm not the boss. And it's mm. sort of like a bit hard as a woman sometimes to be like, okay, I'm not the boss in this. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally, especially because you've grown this little human and you kind of feel yeah. like, I know that they're, they're both of yours, but it feels like, <laughs> you know, you're more connected and that you've done yeah. that, that growing and the birthing. So mm. you know what's best and you're you're listening to mm. your mum's intuition. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's definitely a process of um, letting go of that and um, allowing yeah. them to do their thing and trusting that they yeah. also know what to do. 
because yeah. they have, you know, their whole dad intuition kicks in too. Like that happens once once the baby's here and once once they um mm-hmm. see see baby for the first time, they feel like they're now the father and yeah, they have their yeah. own Yes, yes. I remember Ross said that to me actually. He's like I trust your mother's intuition and he really does. And he's really, really, really great with that. But one time he did say to me, I have my own intuition with him. I I know also what's right. I know what to do as well. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, you're so right. You know, and that also just takes the pressure on me. (laughs) So I don't have to know what to do every minute, every second, which you can't possibly, but they also have that that they do know and they can navigate that and they do have their little things with their baby that mothers don't have. So that was Mm. really cool and that was a bit of a wake-up call as well and I was really appreciative of him for that. Uh, I guess also something that really helped, like I think I just touched on it, but he really wanted me to trust myself um as well so I suppose he was a lot better with going with the flow initially like I felt like I had it good but I was also you know hearing the shoulds and the expectations and the baby needs to do this and the baby needs to do that and that's what everyone does so you need to do that too and I was kind of torn between going with what felt so right to me and then what I was being told to do or what I thought I had to do and Ross was very much like, no, listen to the the other part, <laughs> the part that you, you know, listen to that part. And he was a lot better with just being more chilled about it, I suppose. Yeah. And, and so that, yeah, that really helped me. So he wanted to empower me to be the best mother and listen to myself. And I can't, oh, I mean, that's just so invaluable in a partnership as parents just for him to be like why would I get in the way of love he's like I see how much you love him why would I get in the way of that so he's not a jealous dad he I think we're super open and honest about about everything and you know if we're not feeling as connected then we'll just have some time together um but like I guess we're talking about relationships it I guess it does change and you do need to find little pockets of time where you can connect with each other whether it be just a little bit in the morning or a little bit at night like a little bit of snuggles um just to remember your relationship before uh Mm. yeah like honestly we weren't super wild parties (laughs) before we had a baby so we weren't out all the time we were homebodies, like we loved being at home. He's got a social job. I'm quite social anyway, but we love being at home together. We love our early nights. We love our mornings and we still have that. Like we've kind of created it. So we still have those moments together. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just, it has been, it's different. Of course it's different, but it's, a lot easier when you're both on the same page and you both so want to help each other yeah in it as well like they have a different role like he has to work obviously and to really you know support him in working so if he can 
or can't, sorry, spend as much time being a father or he needs to do his little things that help him feel good within himself so he can show up as a better dad so he can show up at work to really allow that as well. Like you just need to – it. I know people bang on about this, but communication is so important because it's so easy to just be like, yeah, nothing, nothing's wrong. It's fine, but it's not. And you need to be open and vulnerable with your partner in order to, yeah, move through those. For sure. 100%. 100%. Especially because a lot of the time parenting brings up some of the triggers that you just never even knew that Mm. existed in you because it's obviously bringing up the inner child things and the things that haven't mm. been from your own childhood um mm. it's you know there are your children are reflecting back to you the things the unmet needs that yeah. are still that you yeah you um would then maybe like to kind of delve into a little bit more and when both of you have got those things going on then it can be it can be quite straining on a relationship yeah um, because I know that we definitely found that for us that um, mm. we, both of us were having these things come up and it was like, you know, how are we, how we going to deal with them ourselves but also together uh, while we parent? Yeah. Having the awareness was like the first step and that wasn't something that came immediately for us. Like it took a little while for us to mm. actually see this for what it was you know we had a lot of the a bit of a strain to begin with because we just couldn't see past it and I think going into parenthood yeah on on top of all of that it was yeah it was it was a bit it was difficult it was difficult for us to Mm. navigate but then when we did exactly what you said it was the communication and the vulnerability that really helped us through and to be able to actually recognize our own triggers and what the need was underneath and then it was almost like we could have a little bit more compassion for each other and and empathy okay like I understand why that's triggering for you and why you're feeling like that and um you know because you're hurt you're hurt underneath Mm -hmm. and you're trying to um bring whatever whatever it is has come up to the surface and and you wanting to give that love, you know, show that some love so that it can be. Yeah. 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 So that was probably really our start and it's still going on now. Like it's a constant journey for us um, and it's only getting better and better as, like I said, as we just have more awareness of it and really, yeah, I'm going to go back Mm. to it again, getting vulnerable and communicating it with each other. Yeah really 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 is the biggest thing um and I think another important thing is that um or one thing that's been helpful for us is that we are both in agreement with the parenting style that we mm. want to do and yeah in that way we're we're on the same page we both are wanting to do the same things so that's been very helpful and I can only imagine how difficult it would be if you're then up against somebody who's trying to parent different to you um, yeah. and, how, you know, you'd be just butting heads in that sense. Um, so, yeah, yeah, really, really helpful that we're both on the same page. And I would say then, oh, well, maybe you can talk about that during pregnancy, but really, like, some people don't know how they want to parent. And also uh-huh. you don't know what kind of child you're going to have. And I think that sometimes that 
really does impact how you parent. Like even if you are just saying as as like a blanket rule, okay, we're going to be gentle parents. Like Mm. each child is so different and they do need slightly different uh, flavors of that parenting, right? Um, Some are so easygoing and, and, and some aren't. Some need more of you and some don't. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and figuring that out along the way is is a journey. <laughs> <laughs> and I have noticed with mine because I've got two, two yeah. quite different children, so that's yeah. been quite apparent for us. Um, like, for example, one thing that was big for us in our relationship was that um, the way that we chose to do sleep was yes. to not do any sleep training and to just yeah. – really take a very very gentle approach and I've always fed to sleep and fed back to sleep through the night so because of that Mm. or maybe not because of that but just maybe because of the children I've had I've had um quite wakeful babies and that's totally fine like I've accepted that and surrendered to the fact that I'm not going to stop parenting just because it's night time and if my babies need me (laughs) and yeah Neil, my husband, feels exactly the same, exactly, exactly the same, which is wonderful. But we have then had to come up with a system that works for us and we're very fortunate that he works from home. So our kind of system is that um, I sleep in the room with the boys all night and I have done even when I just had the one child and he sleeps in another room to be nice, well-rested. And then he, as soon as they wake up in the morning, he takes over and I go back to sleep for a little bit. Um, yeah. so which is really nice for us but the only thing that has been difficult with that is that not now because things have changed because they've gotten a little bit older but um, you know I'd say maybe six months ago since the moment Taj was born until about six months ago so maybe three years um, I always had to stay in the room once they were asleep so we never mm. Neil and I never had that real kind of one-on-one time where you put your babies to bed close the door you go out and you sit on the lounge and you you know spend this time together but we just made it work like we just did like we we had to just accept the fact that this is what our life is like for now and it's not forever and I know that Mm. now because I'm not doing it now like I once the babies are asleep once my kids are asleep now I can leave the room and it's freaking amazing like <laughs> I appreciate it so much now like last night I, to bed, I went and had a bath and I was honestly in there thinking wow like this is absolutely phenomenal <laughs> that I can come out and do this um so yeah, yeah I really appreciate it but um yeah. yeah we then really had to work on other times that we could connect because we knew that we weren't going to have that the evenings to connect with each other uh, yeah. Or not in a way where it could just be us, because even if we were in the room where the boys were sleeping, we obviously had to be quiet. And mm-hmm. yeah. so I think that that was just being a bit creative with, um, mm. yeah, how how we could make it work, and we did. You know, it's it. I think it's a lot to do with um, just knowing that it is it is only a short time, yeah. um, and yeah surrendering to it a little bit right yeah yeah and yeah Ross and I were are the same like I sleep in a room with Ollie and Ross could sleep in there too like he could um 
we both do like our space when we sleep. Like we always have anyway. Like we had a king size mm-hmm. bed and we were always wanting like get your foot away from my foot or especially when it was time to sleep. Like we just wanted the sleep. And it's funny because oh, yeah. I sleep now with my my son and he's a lot closer. And <laughs> anyway, it just worked. It just worked. But he could sleep in the room with us. But he, um, aside from the fact that it's a smaller bed, so it's a queen size bed. I know, crazy. But it's also, I have the heater on in there at the moment. And Ross is just someone who just loves to be cool at night so he has the yeah. fan going we all, we were always arguing about aircon on aircon off <laughs> always so it works so well for us that we I get my nice cozy warm room and he gets his like cold room and again it's not going to be forever we know that but right now it just really works it really works there's really no issues for us you know mm-hmm. if Ollie does fall asleep I can leave um and go hang with Ross or he'll be with us until Ollie falls asleep. He kind of just rolls around, just has fun, makes some noise, laughs, plays, and then he just slowly fades to sleep. And we're just kind of just sitting there either watching him, just hanging out. Uh, It hasn't negatively impacted our relationship at all. Again, maybe it's because we know it's for a short time. We're both on the same page with it. It's not, uh, yeah a bad thing for us we feel really positive about it it might not obviously be for everyone but we're really happy with it and it works like we love our night times all together so yeah that's really nice yeah so I suppose yeah I suppose like knowing that yeah a relationship will change and it will yeah require you being open and vulnerable and honest and mm. to try and have those foundations laid. I know, yeah, it's hard to say, you know, not everyone's in the position where they're with the person that they really want to spend the rest of their life with and they have a beautiful relationship, unfortunately. Yeah. But we did before, so not a huge amount changed. And gosh, gosh, I just want to be super honest. Like, we have definitely had arguments. We've totally had arguments. I can be oh, yeah. quite snappy sometimes and he can be really affected by that snappiness and we've had to be yeah honest and open with each other but you know that's like an hour or two of our day that that might happen you know once a month or something like it's really not we move through it really quickly because at the end of the day I'm coming from yeah a trigger I'm aware I can apologize or he's coming from a trigger he's aware he can apologize and we work together because we don't want to argue (laughs) We want to resolve the issue. Yeah. Yeah, that that's really nice and that's really um yeah, really important to to say that that um the the ability to apologize and take responsibility mm. for your own shit is yeah. massive. Something really that we that my husband and I have um been doing more and more the last year yeah. or so. Or honestly, probably since having kids, we're doing it more than we did before. Yes. Like as well, that is because we are doing it with the children and we're modeling yeah. it to them. Ah, exactly. Um, I love that. So it, it's great. Like it's it's then transferring to our relationship. Like if I mess up with, with my son, like perhaps like I might snap at him, mm. I will instantly apologize because I can recognize that, yeah, I fucked up there. Like I was, yeah. you know, 
triggered or I was tired or whatever it was and I can go and I'd be like I'm so sorry mummy was mummy was feeling this way then it's not your fault you know Mm -hmm. whatever whatever Mm -hmm. and because I'm doing that with him I've then started being able to do that more with with Neil and and vice versa um and isn't it just so it feels so much more empowering to be in that state where you can actually fully take responsibility for it and then just move on yeah I think that oh my gosh it's so freeing and I think you know sometimes you can be like I don't want to apologize but no you do (laughs) you do to move through it quickly you know just to you can just own your part of it they can own their part of it and you just move forward and I think obviously having kids I just don't want him to be around that really intense resentful sort of energy and I can notice when that might be happening and I'm just like, no, I, I, my relationship, like we need to get back on track here. Um, never anything too heavy or crazy, but like you said, model it. And you want to model, you want to model to them. You want to get back into a partnership quickly so that you can parent more effectively so that you can just enjoy your life and be at peace basically. So you just need to, yeah, surrender, apologize where you need to. And then, you just feel so much more peace and yeah. I think that that's just I don't know that that isn't that what you want in a relationship like I, we always just say to each other we just feel like our heart is calm and at peace when we're with mm. each other and when we're when we're together like that is how it feels it just feels yeah. Yeah. good I mean yeah. and as soon as you as one as soon as one of you apologizes and mm-hmm. takes responsibility the other person softens because they yeah. see vulnerability in you and it, and they yeah. really think that you appreciate that other person getting vulnerable and and doing that and owning it so it it makes them soften and then they can then think okay well what was my part in this yeah and then fully own it too and another thing I'd like to say is that I'm completely not against having disagreements in front of my kids oh yeah 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 I find that it's really important for them to see that, yeah, we're not always going to get on and it's not always going to be positive, happy, happy. Um, things are going to get in the way. But I'm going to model how we resolve those and yeah. that shows them how they deal with conflict and, you know, the conflict resolution and how to do that in a healthy way. Yeah, I really um, love that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, screaming at each other and throwing things abusive, at each other. and Abusive kind really of vibe, un- yeah. Like, <laughs> And I think in the circumstances where you're feeling really fiery like that and it's getting mm. to the point where it's not going to be healthy, that's where you need to be like, we need to talk about this later. Because yeah. that, I, I really don't think that that's a place for a child to be because it can feel very, very scary. Mm. And I've actually read studies about it where it can l- raise the cortisol levels in the body and because they're so tiny, these little babies, these children yeah. at times, it then the cortisol takes a really long time to um, be filtered out and to go. Yeah. It can be, they can be in this state for, for a long time. Like it can take like hours and especially if it's before they're going to bed or something and then it can be really hard for them to settle down to sleep and things like yeah. that. So yeah, it's more talking about little tiffs and disagreements, you know, like, um, oh, you didn't do the washing up or something, you know, something like that where yeah. it's just a small yeah. little trigger and you can work through it 
Um, oh yeah, I think that is that's really yeah. healthy and such a good thing to say and note here. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it, yeah. yeah, I think it does help you. Yeah, you know, I mean we're not going to be perfect. No relationship is perfect no. ever. No. And and also we shouldn't model that to our children. No, that relationship because they're going to then go into relationships themselves not being able to deal with it because they've just not ever seen it and they think that it has to be perfect um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. yeah so oh god yeah relationships do change but if you are both on the same page or can get back on the same page as quickly as possible like we have literally gotten a piece of paper out this is probably before actually having kids, but in the past, I was like, okay, we need to get on the same page. And Ross is like, right. You know, he gets out a big bit of paper and he's like, we're actually getting on the same page. Like, what do you want? What do I want? What do we think? Yeah. How do we feel? And just putting it all down so that we are like, it's yeah, a metaphor for it, but it's actually something that really worked for us um, yeah. in navigating challenges and making sure that we wanted to the same things from each other, from life. Uh, and all of that helps once you have kids for sure. Yeah, it's like having a little contract between you two. Yeah. To, yeah, and I think we've also done similar things and what that has just reminded me of is in times where, say, we're parenting and one we're both there or, you know, one of us is doing something else and one of us with the child and, and we might get feel like we're getting triggered by, say, the child. Then mm. we kind of come up with this contract where the other person just comes and steps in mm-hmm. and they take over parenting in the way that we would like to, in a gentle way, in a respectful way, but without criticising the other parent. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, the crystal clear. Uh, sorry? Crystal clear, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's very clear. Yeah, because I found that for us is that, we were like one of us was triggered by the kids and then we were triggered by the other partner because we're like mm. why are you parenting like that that's not what we want to do you know like mm. you get something and then we then start having this disagreement and it's like no 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 that is just not what we want to do so yeah we came up with this way where it's like we just we just take over we come in and we take over and we, maybe we even look to the other partner and say um I'm just, I'm here to help you or, you know, like yeah. the same way you talk to the kids, like it seems like you're having a hard time. Like let, yeah. let me, um, why don't you go and sit down and have a cup of tea or why don't you go in the other room for a minute and not in a patronizing way, you know, like mm. in a compassionate way and, and see it for that instead. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. I just felt like I wanted to bring that up because it's something that's worked really well for us and it's helped our relationship a lot because that was one of our biggest disagreements and I don't know if other people may find the same that mm-hmm. they're getting triggered by the partner with the parenting stuff so yeah oh I'm so glad you brought that up because that is definitely something that I think would happen in every single relationship while you're parenting definitely times I've um stepped in and been like well, why that that's not going to help that's not going to help him calm yeah. down if you do that and it, then afterwards me being like okay I'm right yeah like I apologize that I said that or did it that way like I understand that you were just trying and we're both just trying and how can we figure it out together next time better and I love that you said yeah just show them 
Yeah, because of course you're going to get triggered. Sometimes you've got a screaming baby or a child in your arms and you're like, oh, God, like it's just not stopping. And yeah. Yeah, 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 you need to tap out sometimes and the other person needs to come in and just come in calm because you've been there the whole time. You're probably getting worked up and you just want to want them to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I think it's really person, cool. Yeah, another person can come in with a fresh mm. perspective because yeah. they haven't been in it. They haven't felt yeah. the demands or the... Yeah. You know, whatever else it is and it's it's a lot easier for them to come in with fresh eyes and an open heart yeah fresh eyes open heart critical criticizing free oh god critically yeah, yeah, free yeah. i don't know what am i, I saying and then you know shame free don't shame the other yeah. person at all yeah i really i really like that that's super helpful yeah. <laughs> i think that would be helpful yeah Okay. Yeah, no, that was um, that was a really nice conversation. Like, I feel like that. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with everyone. Annabelle and I literally jump on <laughs> these episodes just with a topic in mind. We have like no idea what we're gonna say, and we're like, yeah, yeah, it'll just flow, and it has every single time. Yeah. And, and the first when we were jumping on this call, I was like, oh, um, I'm not sure like what I really want to say, but it's so funny isn't it how you just start chatting and you're like yes yes that 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 so yeah I, know, I, not... I love it yeah I think that's the best way to do it and then we're just yeah being real which is exactly. what we are yeah. we're just real and imperfect just like mm-hmm. everybody else and just yeah navigating this journey but also loving it loving ourselves loving our partners as much as possible <laughs> yeah that's it Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for listening. Um, yeah. I'd really love if you are enjoying listening to us for you to go and rate us on yeah. Um, yeah, Apple Podcasts or, yeah, wherever you can and leave us a review if you are loving the show. We would love to have your feedback and some some review. Yeah, some five-star reviews, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, and you know where to find us on our social media pages. Hey, Mama. Um, yeah, have a beautiful day. Yes. Thank you for listening. Mm. We're so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>If you're enjoying the show, please share it with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.